three, two, one, we're live with the Ed and Stu Talk Show with your hosts, Ed and Stu. How you doing, Stu? I'm really good, Ed. How are you? I'm I'm good, yeah. Good weekend. Well, I threw you into that enthusiasm, that kindness. What are you drinking? Um, Vault City coffee and uh, Bramble Sour. So they've got um, <clears throat> 10% off this weekend, sort of Black Friday, Cyber Monday deal. And they've also started doing a... I think if you've ordered with their website before then you you sort of uh get money off every time you order and that sort of thing but they've got a mixed case there that i think it's they've got two mixed cases one that i think has 12 different things in it and that's 60 yeah, sure that. yeah 65 quid plus 10 percent off so works out about five or a, a bottle which given the quality of the beers is is amazing so yeah i might i might pick one of them up for christmas I actually, I finally cancelled my beer fifty two. Yep. Also, and it felt <laughs> good, but it felt it felt. I've, I've got two of them in the cupboard right now. I was kind of sad when it happened. I, mean, I could hear that sort of that desperation in the guy's voice. Oh, we could just freeze it for another three months. I was like, sorry, man, I'm not I'm not drinking beer these days. As I was drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you basically don't have a login now. There's no way that you can mess up and end up with with well, with one. I don't have, yeah, well, I've got, I also, this will tilt you, I had 13,000 or 1,300 oh, points. I just let them go. I just let them go. Did they, was that their big negotiation, their bargaining? Yeah, they were like, you know, you've got these 1,360 points, that's 13 pound and 60 pence. And I was like, yeah, but with postage, it's one beer, it's fine. And I just needed to get rid of it. Yeah, but it's I not knew- even that, because you have, you only get 50% back. Yeah, that's it. So I'd have to spend my own money. It wasn't like just like they shipped me a beer. So. And also you can get, here we go, going deep dive. You can get, quite often they do like £10 off if you spend £35 or more type offers. So it's only worth spending that once you get to about 25000 worth of um, tokens. So then you can get a 50 quid offer and 50 quid purchase, which 50 quid includes free delivery. And then you're pay, basically paying 25 quid for... 50 quid's worth of beers, free delivery. Yeah. I've got that. I've got the, the advent calendar from Edinburgh Beer Box. I've just ordered the Vault City. I've still got some Brewdog left over, and I just ordered, I don't know if I talked about it on the last pod, but I ordered a, a crate of non-alcoholic beers as well from Brewdog. You did. I, th- I didn't want to say anything last time, but I thought that was a... A rogue decision. I thought, what if you want to put something between beers? Why not? Does it have to be non-alcoholic? Went to glass of water. Why does it need to be a non-alcoholic beer? Well, yeah, this is what I thought. This is what I always thought up until about two weeks ago, and I think it's just I'm quite happy to just have a few beers and a few couple of non-alcoholic beers and sort of interchange, and that seems to work quite quite well. I did have a couple of nights where I just had a non-alcoholic beer. Um, the Brewdog ones are good though. That's what's it work out as? Eighteen? Is it eighteen? No, six. It must be sixteen. Sixteen nanny state, sixteen punk as fuck, and sixteen lager as fuck, or lost lager. Come on, it's called. I was chatting to one of our good pals, Marcello Gobby. I know he listens to this, so you'll appreciate the shout out. We were talking about things being good for the price. Yeah. Is that something that you, you know, is important to you? Oh, the, or... yeah, massively. But I, for some things, I try and get away from it. Like whenever, if I'm actually buying something that isn't like an experience or a beer, then I'd rather spend more money and get something that lasts. 
or is like good quality yeah well i so that brings me on to my recent purchase my sister got in touch she doesn't listen to the pod um she got in touch with me recently was like i want you to get me these shoes for christmas and they were like 220 quid but then of course i started reading about them i was like oh i need a new pair of boots so i bought them i bought myself a pair of these boots because of a black friday deal and they arrived the other day and they're like big chunky boots and you only get 12 days to return them if you don't want them and i knew the minute i walked outside with them that was it they there'd be no returns so for the last two days i've just been walking around in my house stressing working out do i want these boots do i not want them 180 quid seems like a lot of money to spend on boots but apparently they'll last my entire lifetime are um, they, are they to, women's boots no i didn't buy what no did i are you, are you seriously asking if i bought myself women's boots and then spent my last two days the weekend walking around in my house wearing them it was just saying you were inspired by boots that your sister had bought so i assume you sort of yeah, need some, some nice knee length yeah. efforts they're not knee length no ankle or ankle boots okay i'm, I'm not <laughs> i don't think i don't think they're women's boots <laughs> they come in size 11 oh, but you don't get women it's always that fear 11. when you're in you know super dry or well not not anymore but some sort of clothing store and you're sort of looking at the jeans or something and then you sort of step back and you realize you're looking at women's <laughs> Women's clothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes for me it's not an accident. So that but, was a yeah, good deal. Two twenty down to one eighty. That was the deal on Black Friday. Yeah, twenty percent off. So I bought myself a pair. Apparently, they'll last me my whole life, and they are quite nice boots. So that's me. I've done it. I pulled the trigger. Treated myself. I thought you were going to say two hundred twenty quid was too much. It definitely is too much. And what made me really, what really got me last night was you were chatting about a pair of headphones that were like 50 quid. And you were like, yeah, I just, felt, I, I just felt it was too much. And then I'm sitting there thinking, fuck, if he thinks 50 quid is too much for a pair of headphones, 180 quid is definitely too much for a pair of boots. No, the headphones were 60 quid. I've just seen them for 50 quid before. So I'm not, I'm not paying that. But, oh, I, but what is the, we, I've put no research into it. As you can see, I already have a pair of headphones. It's just the, the additional idea of having a, dedicated pair just for with the computer and having the optional headset fair um yeah the other big thing that i did recently was do you do, you do i know the answer is going to be no to this but do you do audible no do you... i've done it i did it once when i bought the gervais podcast but this was like over 10 years ago well i got I've got an Apple Watch, and when I go out running, I like to listen to podcasts. In fact, the one I've been listening to the most recently is The Greatest Game. You put me onto that with um, oh, that's amazing. Car Carragher. Yeah, every single one I've listened to is brilliant. I just listened to the Gerard one, and it's that thing you're listening to, and you, first of all, he's begging up Rangers, and it's for, obviously, it's recorded a year ago. He's literally saying, yeah, they're just going for nine in a row, and then the next one will be ten, and I'm sitting listening to it on a train last week just thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, you know, we're probably not going to get to ten in a row. Um, by the looks of things. Um, but it's really interesting just listening to all their little anecdotes and they go really exactly the sort of stories that I want to want to listen to. Like him actually talking about the slip against Chelsea. Um, have you listened to the Gerard one? Oh yeah, I've listened yeah. to all of them. I've not listened to the Haman one, which is this week, but uh, oh, Haman, okay. in Carragher's autobiography, he talks about Diddy Haman because he's well known as being like 50 a day smoker and just, you know, just always going out boozing and that sort of thing whilst he was playing so um, I imagine that would be a pretty good one yeah 
I think Kara was a bit older as well. I think that, that I didn't. I thought that him and Gerard were basically the same, say, generation in football terms. But I get the. My writing's in that Kara was maybe five years ahead. He's a little. He's career. a little bit older than. than I know age wise he is. I mean, the other thing that really I thought was amazing was when Gerard was saying, "Oh, I wish I just signed that extra year because I might have got six months of Klopp and." I don't even think he was saying it from the point of view I might have won the league. It was more, oh, I could have been managed by Klopp for six months. You know, that could have been amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I like listening. I thought I thought it's a great podcast. Anyway, one of my mates put me onto this audiobook. This Matthew McConaughey's written an audiobook called Green Lights. Yeah. So I got that. It's absolutely brilliant because he's narrating it. It's just, it's banging. I, I highly recommend it. What is it about his life stories? Kind of, yeah. It's I'm only about a third of the way through it but it's it's the sort of thing that made me realize that audiobooks are really good if they're narrated probably by someone like the author um in this case and is matthew mcconaughey not like a one... long podcast you know i may be confusing with someone else but i think he's the one that talks up the um there's there's a what is it there's a book um about sales does he mention oh, that? Oh, I've just got to that bit. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but he's talking about scrolls and the, the best salesman in the world yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The greatest salesman in the world. That's it. I've not... That's the bit I'm right at in the, the audiobook. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, okay. He, he basically says it changed his life. And then, yeah, the book itself is like an... I don't know if it's like an ancient book. It's more like a... I don't know how this to is, describe if producer, it. If we had a producer, a producer would be Googling this shit right now. Um, no, I, I, I downloaded the PDF and was going to read it just for sort of general interest, but it is a sort of old school thing. It's a story, but obviously it has a few sort of mantras in it that that I guess he's stuck to. I mean, I guess it's, it's that whole stuff about like how to make friends and influence people type type stuff. It's like, to me, that all that stuff sometimes feels a bit disingenuous if you have to like read a book and then you're like gaming the system, out psychologizing people. But it does work. Anything like that that you actually reflect on is is good in the in the job working arena. Well, one of the things that I, I've read how to win friends, influence people, and I've got a really bad um, habit of forgetting people's names when I'm introduced um, to them. And when he was saying in his book how important that is for first impressions, I thought. That's something I'm going to work on. And now I do the thing where if I meet somebody, I just, every time for the first 10 minutes, I'll just say their name back to them. So it'll be like, oh, thanks very much, James. Oh, that's really nice, James. Thank and I just keep doing it so that I, and that's the only way I can remember somebody's name. Because there's nothing worse than an hour in just like, oh, I don't know his name. I don't even remember <laughs> this. It just reminds me of the Michael Scott thing, his, like, his system for remembering people's names. And it's just like the most roundabout thing. And he's just like, yeah, fatty, fat, so fat, fat man. And then just like comes up with a name that's like completely different. Um, yeah, I always think of that when I think, right, you know, try and use use people's names, you know, at work and that sort of thing more. Do think cause that's probably the only one that actually stuck with me. I didn't actually read the book. I just read the Wikipedia. Skip to the end. Efficient. Um yeah, so check it out. Green lights, Matthew McConaughey. But I would recommend. I've never. This is the first audiobook that I've ever listened to. Uh, but I would recommend it because he's obviously he he's theatrical in his performance when he's narrating it. I think if I was going to buy an audiobook, it'd be the Partridge one. 
because he's just written a new one. It always well, comes up. It always comes up on my like advertised things. I've been uh, saying, telling you this last night, but I've been watching. Obviously, watched all of Limmy's stuff, and then we rewatched it all again, all the TV stuff. But we started watching his anything else we can find. So the stuff on YouTube where he's doing improv, and it's just like he's obviously on Twitch and he's just getting his followers to recommend. Um, you know, improv suggestions, and it's just it's so good. Ten minutes or so each, but and the best thing about it is he's he never rushes into it. He's so slow in his delivery because like usually if you're doing improv, it's like people are just like trying trying to get it done and improv is quite a sort of fast thing because he's storytelling he's he's just he's doing it very deliberate and methodical and obviously he does like lots of sort of dramatic pausing for effect and that sort of thing or he he'll say something he'll just keep it'll be something really odd and he'll just keep sort of saying it and that sort of thing so you should check that out let me improv the other thing i was going to say is i had another podcast recommended to me i've not actually listened to it yet but it's called um i think it's called Britpop banter um it basically goes through all the great sort of Britpop albums, solid dose of humour and nostalgia. So, could be okay. good. Okay, we've done that. Are you ready for Xmas? So, you, I guess, I guess um, your sister doesn't listen to the pod, so did you buy the boots for her as well? Yeah, my sister also... Um, the same boots? It's like unisex. No, they, they're unisex. There's a variety of options. I picked different ones to her. Um but my sister's useless at getting a present because, like, she needs to know that she's getting what she's asked for. And yeah. then if you sort of hint, but then don't tell her, she's like, well, I'm just going to buy them myself. She, so she, she was like, well, if they're on Black Friday, I'll just buy them myself. And I was like, well, you never know. She was like, no, if they're on Black Friday, I should just buy them now, right? And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I got you the boots. <laughs> the spirit of oh! Christmas. And then she was um, visiting me recently to, uh, to click because we were sharing custody of the dog. Um, sharing custody. If we were, I was looking after the dog and she was picking the dog up and about two minutes afterwards the guy arrived to deliver the boots and she was like what could that be and I was like I don't know well you must know you ordered it it was obviously the boots she was like what? was she sure, it could to wind boot. you up or she Pardon? literally had no idea no she wanted to know it was the boots so that she was that was it she was happy oh my god that's that is real that's spirit of Christmas definitely um, oh, she's useless. Absolutely useless. Good, zero- good thing for you is that you'll get you'll get you know a, a gift voucher or, or cash up to the value of two hundred twenty pounds. So um, I won't. Um, <laughs> she'll. Uh, she's actually. She's. I have to say, of all my of all the people of uh, my family that get me presents, she's the best one. So um, it's good if you can get yeah. a present that someone wants. But in this day and age, if it's like under fifty quid and it's something I really need, I'm not going to wait until Christmas to buy it. And everything else is usually just trash. So it's they're just things. Like I don't need anything. Like my Christmas list is most of the stuff on it is stuff that we have, but I just want slightly better versions of what what we've got. And the stuff that is, <laughs> well, an example would be. Uh, what is it, Victorian Ox knives, knives, knife set, so like a really nice set of knives, so that's something that's not ridiculously expensive, that might be, I don't know, let's say 50 quid for that, um, but most of the things on, on my Christmas list are those sort of, sort of things, the things that are more expensive, like a smoker, are like way too expensive to for someone to buy, so, you know, that's, and even that, I don't, absolutely need it i could go another year without a smoker um, are you using this pod as a way of telling the listeners what you'd like for christmas 
just tweet us, tweet us. Um, we'll set up a we'll set up a Patreon. <laughs> we'll set up a GoFundMe um, for the Weber um, Smoky Mountain, forty-seven centimeters minimum. Uh, the other thing though was the Uni Pizza oven. I mean, that that definitely falls between the <laughs> something I need slash something I want because obviously we have an oven, um, but we don't have a pizza. And I think those things are good, big purchases. Yeah. I'm I'm sort of more about having small number of good things rather than lots and lots of trash. Yeah, yeah, but that's too expensive. Like to to get that, it would basically be everyone I know that might buy a present clubbing together to get it, for example. Um, but then, so Uni had a sale, so I think they were like two hundred quid for the the twelve inch ones, but they don't deliver until February. So I was I was like, oh, it's it's not worth it. Um, why are you going to go into your garden in the next two months to make a pizza? Oh, I just sort of imagine Boxing Day. <laughs> <laughs> pizza leftover turkey pizza. But no, they're good, and those sort of things, you know, should last for a while. Like when we were chatting about Uni Pizza Ovens before, I thought that it was like you needed a proper installation for them. I didn't realise they were relatively small and and very portable. So ever since I found that out, I was been been right on it. And also, someone at work has one, so. The jealousy is um yeah it's real it's real so yeah th- i'll probably get one of them eventually and, and the smoker as well i think it'd be nice to do that because we've just got like a gas barbecue um so getting a sort of dedicated smoker would be cool for the sort of long long cooks well there's plenty of th- this little segment's giving your wife plenty to think about yeah. over the next month anyway yeah. and and santa claus um so yeah um, we yeah we're sort of gearing up for Christmas. We were meant to put the tree up this weekend, but didn't get round to it. But we sort of cleared out the garage for all the Christmas stuff. So November, we're getting there. Well, it's this the first on Tuesday. So yeah, the thing about Christmas is once once you get into it, um, you're in it. Yeah, but as soon as Christmas is finished, it's just like right, get the stuff down. So really, it's got it's got to be before for the hype. Um, so yeah, obviously got the beer advent calendar, so that will. Get going. Just put the Xmas playlist on. Um, curated that last year, so that was good. Put that on for the first time on Saturday. If you want a good alternative Christmas anthem, um, this ain't no Jersey. This ain't no Jersey. This ain't New Jersey by Editors. Um, okay. Heartily recommend that. Okay. I'm a man myself, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Have you heard it yet? I heard your one. No, Wham. It's this Whamageddon thing where like people that don't like music make a massive deal about trying to avoid listening to Last Christmas until after Christmas, ideally. No, I like it. I mean, yeah. I like it a little bit. There's that, driving home for Christmas. Yeah. No. Yeah, driving home for Christmas is amazing. I've told you this story many times, but for the benefit of our listeners, the best thing about driving home for Christmas is that um, Chris Rea thought of the song whilst driving home whilst his family were in the car having an argument. So... <laughs> right. We'll move on? Yeah. TV and film. What you been watching? Uh, yeah. Oh! Small win. I'm sure last time I told you that the West Wing was 18 quid. Yeah. Logged in after the last pod, down to £10 a season. Got it. Boom. Back in. No, I told so, you it was on all four. 
Yeah, but I don't want. I don't. We. You also agreed that watching the adverts is an absolute shit show. Yeah, well, the problem is we borrowed the West Wing on DVD, but we don't have a like. You know, I guess yeah, we don't have a PlayStation or something connected to TV, so it's a massive faff to actually watch it on by DVD. So we're actually more like to watch it on all four. But to be honest, I'd, yeah. if I if I had the choice, I'd probably watch The Sopranos before I watch that. Have you seen The Sopranos? I've seen I've seen bits and pieces. Same with West Wing. I remember when it came on at the time, and I watched. What's your? You've not seen all of The Sopranos. No. But it's that American thing where you it has a lot of filler episodes. It's a very very slow build. I don't know. I think you've got to watch these things. Sopranos is decent. Yeah, it's yeah. not. I don't think it's as good as everyone else thinks it is. Al has seen it, so it's it's not as high up the agenda. So yeah, I've um started watching on Netflix. I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's called Champions or something like that. Have you seen it? It's no. called Little Champions. It's called We Are the Champions. So it's um I don't we've only watched the first couple of episodes, I guess as soon as six episodes. It's uh all like these random like competitions and stuff that people do. So the first two episodes, the first one is the the cheese rolling. Do you know about that? In like somewhere in deep middle England, they like roll a cheese down the hill and the first oh, yeah, person yeah. to run to the bottom. It's just absolute carnage basically. Um but quite quite funny like obviously it's just, it's good watching because it it's like people get really into these like really niche things which obviously coming from like a, a nitro slash gaming background it'll be right up your street the second one was chili eating and this one was brilliant actually because that it's um it's about the chili composition but it's also about a guy that makes the chilies and he's just going like, oh, I'm going to fucking destroy these people. And he's like, he's getting off on like, he's just like bred these like ridiculous, like Reaper, whatever, nightmare chilies. And he's just like, yeah, they're, they're going to fucking die. Um, and without without completely spoiling it, like, it gets the end of the competition and he's like crying because they like managed to eat like the hottest chili. And then you have to go into like a sort of extra round. And he's just like, he spent the whole episode just like bringing up. So that's, that was quite good fun. Also watch Midsummer. Have you seen that? No. Okay. Do you know what it's about? Midsummer. Yeah, it's a horror movie. I mean, it's fuck. It, I don't know where. It, if Parasite and Midsummer are horror movies, then you know they've got a lot. I would say Parasite is a horror movie, but yeah, go on. Midsummer. I mean, Midsummer's you got to remember, like, basically I... the Wicker Man. Have you seen the Wicker Man? Ed, just to be clear, we watched <laughs> a horror movie together once. We watched The Ring. And every time I got to a scary bit, we talked to each other to ensure that we didn't have to deal with the fear of the, the embrace the fear of the movie. So if you think that I'm sitting on my own, candy man, candy well, man, candy man, remotely, <laughs> remotely fucking horror edge, <laughs> and then having to go to bed on my own. For our listeners, I live on my own. <laughs> this is uh, there's no, no chance. I mean, I'm. I'm the second biggest shite bag on this pod, but that still makes me a massive shite bag. Yeah. So, f I, yeah, I, I'm not even sure if I... Yeah. Folk horror is basically the idea that you have the sort of horror movie genre, which I think is based on The Wicker Man and all the ones that came after that, which is like people end up going somewhere in the woods and it turns out it's a cult and they slowly die or have to run for their lives like that sort of thing that's what midsummer's like 
but I, from hearing about it beforehand, I thought it'd be like a lot more weird and a lot more dark than it actually was, but it's more just like a, like an American, just like American horror. And it's actually, it's actually quite good fun. It's, it's, it's very watchable, quite similar to Parasite actually, as far as it's, it's an easy watch. I thought it would be, I thought it'd actually be a tough watch and like really slow and stuff. I mean, it's weird and it's got the classic sort of horror tropes of like, why are they doing <laughs> what they're doing? It makes like no sense. Just like run for the hills, but, but yeah. So that I'll was good. Two and a half hours long though, so get through that. No, 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 no. And the other one is Ted Lasso. Have you watched is it? Is that yet? good? Yeah. No, I've not. Because everyone was saying it's good. And I was just like, they were saying it's good because it's not really about football. It's about relationships. Um, which is true, but he, it's just Jake and Jason Sudeikis. He's just so upbeat in, in the, like the whole way through. He's like such a positive person. It really rubs off. I mean, I would love it if at the end of the series, he sort of turns around and just gives it like the, the sort of Jose Mourinho, like, um, reveal where he's just been like playing them all for fools all along. And he's just been like pretending to be nice to everyone. But, but no, it's, it's good. It's a good laugh. I'll check it out. I've got a, I've got a, an account with them. All right, it's worth watching. Shall we move on then? Briefly. Yeah, go on Have you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, oh yeah, I've started um, getting quite into metal music. This the new new songs. I would highly recommend to the listeners that li- they listen to um, "Hail to the King" by Avenged Sevenfold. That popped up on a random playlist I was listening to, and the opening. If you're not absolutely buzzing by the end of the opening guitar riff, you're not really alive. Um, it is awesome. What have so, you been doing now that you can't get to the gym? Uh, push-ups and running. What's your standard push-up set? What do you whatever? mean? I just do some push-ups. I mean, I try and do like... Oh, I've got a chin-up. I've got a pull-up bar, so I do pull-ups... I do some. I try and do some pull-ups. I can't do pull-ups though, so I've got to use a rubber, band, a big thick rubber band to help me. Uh, so that assisted pull-ups, some push-ups, and I've got one uh, dumbbell that I use for curls. <laughs> it's awful. One dumbbell. But, I mean, yeah, I've got one. Well, I've got two, but I don't have enough weights to make uh, both of them uh, heavy. Just do one, then do the other, then all that. But it's fine. I mean, so- yeah. I'm missing the gym quite a lot, but um, I've been enjoying the running the last few days. I went did a 10k today and 10k yesterday, so that was good. But it's not as rewarding as lifting weights, in my opinion. Was your small win the boot story? My small win was the boot story. I guess I also had a small win. It's, the the boot story wasn't a small win. The boot story was a ridiculous overstress about something I didn't need to do. What were you stressing story- about? Whether or not I should return these expensive boots. All oh, right, okay. You know you should, but you you'll probably run out of time. Yeah, the, and the effort of returning them—it wasn't, you know. That's how they get work. you. That's how they get you. Hundred percent, completely free returns. Oh, yeah. but then I started imagining what if they said, oh, they're a little bit damaged, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sort of... they're a little bit and fucking I'd... ripped. Yeah, and I'd accidentally bought them on my debit card and not a credit card, so there was no charge back. I played all these like crazy. Uh, crazy outcomes in my head. I thought, just keep them. Um, yeah. So yeah. FPL. FPL's going all right. Actually, I took a eight, okay. minus eight 
hit Fuck this me. week, yeah. and I so just knew it, it. If it had gone wrong, it would have been easy when this season's finished to point to that move as being the turning point of my season. And it could still go wrong if if Vardy hits a big score. Um, but yeah, it took a minus eight. Didn't have to take a minus eight at all. Only had one transfer. I was pretty much always planning to take a hit this week to bring in um, De Bruyne, and he he should have got more than a pair of assists um, in that five nil victory. Brought in De Bruyne, brought in um, Bamford, and that that was the main bit. So I was basically taking out Podence and Kane for Bamford and um, KDB. So the the Man City game played out exactly how I hoped it would, in that KDB was pretty central. Um, Bamford was unlucky I think that was a microcosm of what he's actually like um, had the ball in the net had some other decent chances Kane that game basically played out exactly how I thought it would like nil nil both t- both managers like shaking on the shaking on the nil nil because Lamp- Lampard's done that in the big games already this season and, and Reno was sort of away from home and it puts them top so psychologically that's that's all good um, and then I brought in basically another minus four to take out Foden for Jota. And that was, I was pretty much going to do that anyway, but when I saw that Foden got 90 midweek and Jota, Jota was rested, it was just like, yeah, I'm definitely doing this. Like, even if Foden had started, which I put at like 90% chance he wasn't going to start, um, it, you know, it obviously paid for itself already because Jota got nine and Foden, I think, got four. So yeah, my team from this week on is is pretty set. The only issue is actually I've only got two playing defenders this week because Kilman never started. Um, so yeah, well, yeah. I got rid of my my transfer this week was Mitchell to Consa because um, I think Mitchell didn't play last week. Might not be nailed anymore. He might just not. And I and I, and I needed to make sure that I had enough defenders playing. Um, I was a bit worried that Salah might not get in minutes. Or not get 90 minutes, which he did. I don't think he did. I think he got 60, 63 minutes he got yesterday. I had Sterling, who, who was my captain, and thought this is going to be gravy. And then, of course, didn't play a single minute. So that was depressing. Then last night, I thought, oh, I should go Sterling to De Bruyne. I've got the exact money. It got 0.1 in the bank to make the transfer. I just forgot. Well, part of me, I had it lined up, and I just, I didn't, partly I forgot to go through with it because I had a few beers. And partly I really hate the idea of making transfers that early. Like, it seems a bit sideways, that move. But the more and more I think about it today, I think De Bruyne's on penalties. Uh, he's never getting rested. Uh, whereas I think Maris is getting more minutes. Torres is getting more minutes. So I think Sterling will get... I think he'll still be the main guy, but... He's not that... He's not been great this season. But yeah, their best team definitely has him in it. Um, but he always gets rested against Burnley. And I, I don't remember I captain him last year, but I definitely messed up thinking he would play against Burnley. Um, despite Why did he play against Burnley? I don't know. Anyway, so depressed. I mean, my advice was uh, Bruno, who got same as De Bruyne, but no bonus, which was disappointing. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Generally, the thing that I'm thinking is you sort of want to keep your transfer for as late as possible because someone might get a COVID test result. But, I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's pretty sideways to take Sterling out. It's the same with Foden, though. Like, the more he doesn't play, you think he's going to come back into the team. But um, Yeah, but there's a difference between... It depends if you have other issues in your team, though. I don't, but there's a difference between having your 
Your 6.5 million guy not playing and your 11.5 million guy not playing. So yeah, East Show podcast. Um, fair enough, we're in the middle of a game week, but uh, I'm top at the moment. And David Mitchell in second, Matt Tyrrell in third, as things stand. So I mean, this is why we do, we should do these podcasts. Uh, I, I, you know, I was, it, was, it was one and two from our host and whatever. I see that I'm on level points for your wife, so that's straight to the whiskey after this. Yeah, she's had an all right week in the wind because brought in Cancelo and then he never played, but she'll have Benrick coming off the bench for him. So, Oh, yeah. Pretty decent. Although no Kilman as well. Right, okay, this is terrible content. Um, <clears throat> last thing, TikToker of the week. I've got one. Have you got one? No, I don't have TikTok. Yeah, I know, it's funny. Um, <laughs> I'm going to recommend another TikToker to you then. At Tessa Dance. It's just a sort of middle-aged woman. Um, and yeah. she does dances of famous um, music video dances. But there's some random ones there. But there's so many like iconic uh, music video dances like sort of Joy Division, Talking Heads. Um, she's done Wuthering Heights, Kate Bush. Uh yeah, so it's actually quite funny seeing those videos and seeing her um, interpretation of them. So check that out. Um, anything else? Mailbag? What's you want to have a rummage in the mailbag? I don't have a mailbag. You, they post it to you. Not always. Right. Okay. It's been a washout. Best people didn't come. This is what happens when you leave the agenda to Stu, folks. Okay, see you next week. Say bye, Stu. Bye!